Hey, it's Jeffrey Craner. So my co-writer, Joseph Fink, and I have written three novels set in the world of Night Vale. There's Welcome to Night Vale, a novel, which answers the question, who's the man in the tan jacket and what does he want with our city? There's It Devours, in which we go inside the joyous congregation of the smiling God. And the most recent novel is called The Faceless Old Woman Who Secretly Lives in Your Home, and it is about... Well, a faceless old woman who secretly lives in your home. This last one is our favorite book that we've written together. The ending is shocking, and the journey getting there is full of adventures, laughs, and horror. But aside from Night Vale, we've written other books, too. Joseph wrote a middle-grade novel, The Halloween Moon, about a Halloween-obsessed girl named Esther Gold who goes out trick-or-treating for one last year, only to find her town under the thrall of a mysterious presence. Plus, Joseph and Meg Bashwinner, co-host of Good Morning Night Vale, published The First Ten Years, a hilarious and sweet he-said-she-said said memoir about the first ten years of a relationship. And finally, my fellow Within the Wires writer Janina Mathewson and I wrote a novel called You Feel It Just Below the Ribs, a fictional autobiography in an alternate 20th century that chronicles one woman's unusual life, including the price she pays to survive and the cost her choices hold for the society she is trying to save. So yeah, check out the books we've written. Just go to welcometonightville.com, click on books for a complete list of everything we've been writing. That's welcometonightville.com, click on books. Or just wherever you get your books, just search our names. And hey, thanks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Good hidden recording devices make good neighbors. Welcome to Night Vale. Council member Tamika Flynn announced today that she's pretty comfortable doing this whole city council thing now that Nightvale is completely crime free. She announced this standing atop an onyx pyramid waving a golden scepter. Mayor Dana Cardinal responded that while crime is clearly down, budgets for the new fiscal year have not been completed, and Nightvale is showing a marked financial loss this quarter due in large part to strict evening curfews. She announced this silently into her journal, which she plans to publish as a scathing memoir someday. Sheriff Sam announced that the increased number of secret police officers has really had a positive impact on crime, but most of the police force now is volunteer or underpaid and grossly unqualified. It's basically a bunch of random citizens with makeshift weapons carved out of tree branches or fashioned from broken blade-based kitchen appliances. The sheriff noted that management of Councilmember Flynn's citizen patrols has greatly impeded the capture of both the serial robber and the escaped librarian. Sheriff Sam quietly grumbled this into their bathroom mirror 
before finally putting on makeup and facing their day. Councilmember Flynn later said she received a postcard from the rest of City Council, who has been vacationing in Milstigan the past month. On the front of the postcard was a serene lake nestled among tall pines and speckled with herons and fishing boats. Above the lake were eight Black Hawk helicopters dangling each of the letters of the state name, M-I-B-S-T-I-C-A-N. On the back, the city council had written, saw an article that Nightvale has the lowest crime rate, guess you're doing fine without us and we don't need to come back. The postcard continued, we learned how to kayak and we bought a professional grade DSLR and learned to tie sailing knots. Michelin is awesome. Maybe we won't ever come back. Maybe we're not wanted. Councilmember Flynn said she wrote them back a postcard, which she taped to a giant scorpion that read, Yeah, I've got this under control. Happy apple picking. Nightvale coroner Lorelai Alvarez issued her report today on the autopsy of the two bodies found at the Green Market Co-op, which burned down last month in an apparent robbery arson. These bodies are believed to be those of Green Market owner Tristan Cortez and his daughter Camilla a business student at Nightvale Community College. Alvarez, however, said that without dental records for the Cortezes, she can't be certain that these bodies are theirs. The bodies had almost no burns on them, despite being found in a building leveled by fire. There were also no gunshot wounds. Alvarez said these two bodies were wearing 19th century formal attire and had apparently been pecked to death by birds. She added she had not ruled out that birds could have committed robberies, nor that the Cortez family had an anachronistic fashion sense. Alvarez added with a grin that she's also gotten a few bodies that have been mostly devoured by the escaped librarian. She said it's fascinating that librarians tend to eat only bones and ligaments and not flesh or skin. So most of these corpses look like rumpled soft leather sacks, which makes them much easier to store. Alvarez has so much more free space in her office now and has added a tetherball pole. And now sports. Tonight, the Nightvale High School Scorpions take on division rival Red Mesa Ant Carpenters in varsity wheelchair basketball. This afternoon, there will be a pep rally led by team captain Janice Palmer. Also, she's my niece. The team captain is my niece. Councilwoman Tamika Flynn will also deliver a speech at the pep rally about the importance of teamwork and fighting crime with sports. Also, the importance of books. Did you know there are books about sports? Is the title of Flynn's speech. Flynn also requested, for reasons having to do with public safety, that the pep rally be moved away from the high school to the old Nightville Armory and that every person there stand exactly two feet apart and bring some type of shield and or sharp object that could be used to fend off robbers or librarians. The pep rally is at noon. Go get em, Janice. Listeners, Mayor Cardinal and her Director of Emergency Press Conferences, Pamela Winchell, have called an emergency press conference to denounce the City Council's poor efforts to sustain the integrity and stability of Nightvale. Mayor Cardinal dismissed the City Council's, essentially Tamika Flynn's, curfew as virtually meaningless now that more than half of the population is on the Citizen Patrol Force. 
We basically have a town of municipally approved armed vigilantes walking around at all hours of the night. Winchell seconded the mayor's point by adding, Why do I video myself sleeping? What am I hoping to discover? What secrets does my body whisper when I am unconscious? Also, the president of the Nightvale School Board, the giant glowing cloud who drops dead animals, made an impassioned speech in support of the mayor via mind control. The entire crowd chanted, All hail the mighty cloud who wants the lowly city council to pass a budget that favors increased spending on education. We grovel before the almighty cloud. How hard can it be to make a human budget? All hail, they repeated. The mayor said she's received many letters from people claiming they have lost their jobs as waiters, cab drivers, theater managers, and costumed superheroes because of these strict curfews. Nightvale community radio host Cecil Palmer also announced today, live on his radio show, right now, that the curfew has been super productive for his TV watching, as he has already burned through every HBO and Showtime series. Plus, all of Difficult People on Hulu, which features his second favorite actor, James Urbaniak. My favorite is, of course, Lee Marvin. May his name ring forever in eternity. Palmer added, at this very second, that while he's caught up on a lot of good television and is very excited for the new season of the documentary series Stranger Things, he and his husband are getting a little stir-crazy. There are only so many games of Strip Uno a couple can play before they just want to go out for a nice dinner and maybe a romantic stroll in the park. Councilwoman Flynn was not available for comment, although a sign above her locked office door said, Quiet, reading a book on how to do financial spreadsheets. Listeners, I mentioned earlier my niece Janice and how proud I am of her for captaining her school's basketball team. But I'm also a bit worried about her, too. She looks perpetually exhausted. In the preseason tournament, she led all players in assists. She did everything she could to win games, but they just couldn't quite do it. Her statistics bear this out. But still, she's taken on so much responsibility for the team's losses. Her dad and team assistant coach, Steve Carlsberg, says Janice has increased her practice time to improve her already fantastic passing skills, hoping to at least double the number of assists she gets. But Steve says that despite her better skills and more focused demeanor during practice, her teammates just aren't hitting their shots when she passes to them. She throws them the ball, shouting, Shoot it! You're open, Julie! But they miss over and over even the ones named Julie. Steve is trying to convince her to work more on her defense and shooting, that assists aren't everything. But Janice got frustrated with this and called Steve selfish. Assists are the most unselfish thing, Steve Carlsberg, she shouted before leaving the gym to pout by her locker earlier this morning. Maybe I should just quit, Steve heard her mumble. You know, I'm sure it's just a teenager fighting with her stepdad, and she'll be all ready to go for today's pep rally, which is set to start in a few minutes. I'll check in with her later tonight to make sure she's doing okay. 
Councilwoman Tamika Flynn has arrived early for today's pep rally to deliver a brief statement about vigilance, self-preservation, and keeping our town crime-free. Even though there's a librarian on the loose, and our sheriff has yet to catch the serial robber, our streets are super safe, Flynn said. I read a book this morning about how low crime rates are excellent for local economies. The book is Lonesome Dove by Larry McMurtry, in case you're interested. Look around you, she continued. No one here is being crimed upon because we are protecting each other. We are watchful and observant. As my father once warned, Tamika Flynn said, beware the robot uprising. Beware the machines that will bring us down. That's what he always told me right before bed. And we must heed his words, Night Vale. At any moment, a great enemy could be upon us. Tamika then said, Hey, it's after 12. Aren't we supposed to start this pep rally? I'm in the middle of Greg Harvey's literary masterpiece and winner of the Man Booker Prize, Microsoft Excel for Dummies, so let's make this quick. I'm really into that book, she concluded. But the crowd murmured, confused and agitated. The captain of the team was not there. And as they looked for the pep rally's leader, the bearer of the basketball torch, my niece, my only niece, the stage began to shake. The earth began to split and smoke and dust are currently filling the Nightvale armory in choking plumes. Oh my God, Nightvale, where's Janice? Where is my niece? Uh, listen to today's weather while I find out where she is. Shit. Yeah. 
The rest of the city council has returned to Nightvale. They burrowed through the earth and up through the floor of the armory where the pep rally was being held. They apologized for the dramatic and destructive entrance, but their flight out was really turbulent, and there was no meal service. So they thought they'd take the slower but more comfortable route home. The multi-limbed, multi-voiced, single-bodied entity of the city council was wearing a t-shirt that said, Michigan, America's Sexiest Forests, featuring little cartoon trees with ripped abs and bubble butts. The city council then presented two people whose hands were bound with ropes, tied off tight with perfect bowline knots. It was Tristan Cortez and his daughter, Camilla. The city council said they found the Cortezes while rock climbing. According to the council, Camilla had devised an insurance scam, which Tristan set up by committing a series of small armed robberies around Nightvale to make the robbery and subsequent arson of their new store more believable. They stole two bodies from the old cemetery, which flooded last month, and laid those in the burnt-out husk of their former market to fake their deaths. Camilla created a fake ID for a sister she didn't have, named Tamilla, who lived in Mr. Gin, where they planned to live out life birdwatching and parasailing in the paradise of America's most hand-shaped state. The city council laid out this entire plot as they presented Sheriff Sam with the two fraudsters. Then the city council turned to their newest member, Tamika Flynn, and said, We also completed the new city budget as they dropped a six-inch-high stack of papers like it was a mic at a poetry slam. And even better, listeners, Janice finally arrived. We found her. After the city council made their speech, the basketball team captain stepped to the mic and said she was running late today because she was practicing so hard to be a better passer, to have more assists, to be empirically the best teammate that the league record books have ever seen. But then, just this morning, after a fight with her stepdad, she realized she was wrong. You can't measure leadership, Janice said. I've been so worried about that one number, that one datum that seems so selfless. But the act of pursuing that number is, in itself, selfish. Janice said, I can't do this all on my own. I can't expect everyone else to score thinking I'm being helpful. Each one of us has a different skill set, and as your captain, I want you to be great at scoring, defense, rebounding, whistling, and the occasional hex. The five pillars of sound basketball. So let's get out there and beat Red Mesa. The crowd cheered and joined together to sing the Night Vale school song, You Walk With Me, You Walk Alone Under an Indifferent Dust-Filled Sky. Tamika then spoke. She stood before her fellow citizens, her constituents, and said, I want the best for all of us, I really do. I'm new at this, and the one thing I know how to do well, really well, is fight, and I want that for everyone. Also read. I'm awesome at reading. I want that for you too. Government jobs are weird because you can't really fight a lot of crime. You mostly do paperwork and have meetings and scan retinas. Government is invasive and stupid and slow. And it's because there are so many people it has to account for. And I realize it takes lots of time and lots of people to change. I just want this to change. I want us to feel safe. 
I also want to finish this amazing novel about Microsoft Excel. It is so compelling. At the behest of Tamika Flynn, the City Council voted unanimously to lift the town-wide curfew. And restaurants have already begun to reopen, as well as theaters, public parks, clothing stores, and Bloodstone Circle repair shops. Even the library has reopened with plans for renovating the security gates and triple-barred cages that keep the librarians safely away from society. And with the return of library activities, escaped librarian Dan McDowell even returned to his former job, promising not to eat anyone else, unless they were trying to check out a book. The City Council also voted to keep all the city buildings painted blood red because, quote, that's intimidating AF. And then they tried to vote to change the town motto to Night Vale, intimidating AF. But it lost by a single deciding vote, which belonged to Tamika, who said we should pace ourselves. She then quoted Jean-Jacques Rousseau, Patience is bitter, but its fruit is mad sweet, like a swole grape. Sheriff Sam praised the city council for capturing these criminals. Mayor Cardinal praised the city council too, but she added praise specifically for Tamika Flynn. Mayor Cardinal said, I'm proud of you, Councilwoman Flynn. I did not agree with your tactics, but I think your heart is in the right place. It will take time, but we can do this. Tamika accepted the mayor's kind words and a comforting embrace, and then returned to her office to finish her novel about spreadsheets. Nightvale, Janice, and Tamika are growing up before our eyes, and I couldn't be prouder of either. But more importantly, I couldn't be more excited to get out of the house. Carlos and I are headed straight to dinner at the Shallow Grave, and then going dancing at that new club, Numb, which opened up mere minutes after the curfew was lifted. Stay tuned next for the sound of two men putting on just the most vicious outfits. Good night, Night Vale. Good night. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geo-engineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image, but when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. Binge all episodes of The Last City, ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. Welcome to Night Vale is a production of Night Vale Presents. It is written by Joseph Fink and Jeffrey Craner and produced by Joseph Fink. The voice of Night Vale is Cecil Baldwin. Original music by Disparition. All of it can be found at disparition.info or at disparition.bandcamp.com. This episode's weather was Animal Skin by Brian Dunn. A link for more information is in the show notes. Comments, questions, email us at info at welcometonightvale.com or follow us on Twitter at Nightvale Radio. Or put your hand as far as it can go into a mailbox. Just see if anything reaches back. 
Check out welcometonightville.com for more information on this show and the 27 City Book Tour for our new novel from the world of Night Vale, It Devours, which comes out in just two days. Oh my God! Today's proverb, we are all, an elite few, in this, a secret underground emergency bunker, together, on our own without public knowledge. Hey y'all, it's Jeffrey Craner. So I do another fiction podcast called Within the Wires, which are stories told through the guise of found audio. Each season is a separate tale. You want a prison escape told through relaxation tapes? That's season one. Want a love story that unfurls through voice messages only? Season five. How about the revelations of an unexplained death told through a series of museum audio guides? Season two. There are seven seasons of Within the Wires for you to binge right now, each only 10 episodes long. So go get Within the Wires wherever you get your podcasts. From P. 